Hello, Esther Deborah here, and this is Agape Love. Love is here. This is one of the many video sections of the ministry of Pastor Deborah, helping people the Lord's way. Please enjoy the video, and we look forward to you coming again. Pastor Deborah hopes you enjoy hearing about how she has learned. How to help people the Lord's way and have her many wonderful spiritual experiences throughout many, many years of helping people. Welcome again to a video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries. This is Pastor Deb. Love always and pray. Welcome again to the garden. This is Pastor Deborah, and we're going to do another teaching. On the kingdom of darkness. We're starting part five. Can you believe it? But I have a big book at home that I wrote. I did a lot of research for years and years. I stayed home and just read and wrote and studied. Because I was seeking and learning myself. I didn't know that 20 years after I did this. That I would be doing this on a video with you here in the garden but we're beginning part five in part four we had finished up talking about this marriage of the spirit man called adam with his soul his helpmate called woman and how they fell from the kingdom of heaven and they lost their holy spirit their image and likeness, their connection. And they were filled with shame and guilt because they disobeyed. And they fell from their high place. And the spirit sunk into the flesh. And now we're going to pick up and we're going to begin a little bit more about how that happened. Because you can't understand the kingdom of darkness till you see the beginnings. And you learn about how us, humanity, fell. So let's begin with prayer. Dear Father, we are back here in your garden, in your presence, to learn, for you to teach us through words, to shine light into our spirits. Help us to see and perceive your words of spirit and truth that our spirits must know so they can then change and transform our souls. And then our physical bodies will feel the physical effects of righteousness, light, and truth, even in it. Help us, Father, with these deep, hidden messages of the kingdom of darkness and its king. Help us to understand, to change our concepts and philosophy. And to find the truth and the light that's only in you. And when we find that, then we will be free in that area. So thank you, Lord, for shining your light on these words. Amen. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen again. Okay. We left off when man and his soul had become one. They were married. They were one flesh now. Because of how Adam had named what he saw his helpmate to be. Flesh and bone. He gave it its identity, its purpose, its nature and its character. 
flesh and bone. Nothing else. Just flesh and bone. So from that, the serpent, this dragon, this king of the darkness heard that. And he enters into the garden himself. Not in his normal form, but inside of a serpent. Some sort of animal. The serpent does not talk to the spirit man, Adam. Oh no. He talks to the wife. This flesh part, this soul part of the spiritual man. The helpmate. The woman. The one in contact with the temporal earthly world. He does not come as a spirit contacting a spirit man. He couldn't do that at this time. Because the Holy Spirit was still there inside of spiritual man. But he came to the soul. When you look with your eyes and you hear with your earthly ears and you taste with your tongue, you feel with your body, Satan can work. That's what he did. He's talking to the soul now through the physical senses. The one who's in contact with this earthly temporal world. For Adam was still in the presence of God. Still connected at this time. Now the soul wasn't because it was just flesh and bone. So the soul never really had any connection. From the time it was birthed, sort of brought forth. Because Adam named it. Called it its nature and identity. And God says, okay. You rule on earth. You are naming this creature. You're giving it its nature, its identity, its name, its purpose. Because you're the boss. I didn't name it. You did. Flesh and bone. That's it. That's all it would be a helpmate in. Flesh and bone stuff. Temporal earthly stuff. No. This serpent. This dragon. This Lucifer that had become Satan. He comes in an earthen body. Because he knew. He couldn't come. And his looks. He was not pretty. To speak to this helpmate. To the flesh. To the soul. Boy was he sneaky. Deceptive. Because he couldn't talk directly. To Adam yet. Adam was still in the presence covered by this light, this protective shield of God. But the soul was not. It had just become this helpmate, just flesh and bone. So Satan is working there through the flesh, through the physical earthen body. It's going to kick this soul to start looking with its natural eyes, desiring its tongue to come alive. It's listening with its earthly ears. It's working on its mind of the soul. Because remember, God had said, Okay, Adam, you named it. You're going to be married to it, one with it. You're going to follow it. You're going to work together with it. You're going to be the messenger of it. All kinds of things. Satan knew that. He has good ears and he listens. Well, the story was she ate of this fruit. We don't know what it was. Of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that was in the garden. 
I don't think the fruit was bad. God could have picked another tree. It was that he gave a commandment, set a law out, and then said, if you break it, there'll be consequences. And then she gave it to her husband, Adam. Spiritual man disobeyed God's laws and was spiritually separated from God. Holy Spirit left. He was kicked out of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, for committing high treason. Now Satan knew this. This had happened to him. He had only had thoughts in his heart. So he knew what God would do if he could just deceptively get these creatures to do it. Then God would lose them. Adam was dethroned. Adam also dethroned the Lord, his creator, in his own heart, in his own system, by listening to another voice, the voice of his soul, that was listening to the voice of its physical body. Oh, that would be, ooh, look how pretty that eye candy is. It's beautiful. Oh, I'm hungry. It'll make me feel good. Oh, and I want to be wise and smart. Oh, I want to be like God. Adam was a traitor to his father, his king and his lord. Death, this die thing, had entered in to the system of the spirit, soul, and body came in to the earth through Adam. Death had entered through the disobedience of the spiritual man. Spiritual man's heart went into the deep, deep dungeons, recesses of ignorance that sunk into the flesh. Spiritual man had committed high treason with another Lord and God his soul which lifted himself up as Lord God had been forsaken for another God's heart was breaking but he knew it was coming he heard what Adam said about the soul but God had a plan even before he, the foundations of the world were created But it still broke his heart. Now the soul, the wife, the woman, the helpmate had drawn spiritual man away from his father. These early beginnings is where many religions get their ideas and concepts about the evilness of women. How you're to treat them. Why you're to treat them so. Because they brought down humanity. But they don't understand. That the woman. Was the sole part. Of every spiritual person. So every spiritual person. Is led by the soul. 
There are a few that are born into multi-generational Satanism. Born into families that have served Satan for generations. Born into families that have served another Lord. Spiritually. They're not ignorant of this. But most of society is. So this woman drew spiritual man away from his father. The voice of God. And took the place of Lord and God. Because it was married. One with the spiritual man. God said because now it is flesh and bone. You have to be married to it. And so the spiritual man was one with his helpmate. His soul. And spiritual man would cleave to it. To her. And it left God's voice. Adam was now in bondage to his own soul, spiritually. The soul ruled him. Whatever the soul wanted and liked and wanted to do to make it feel better, it did it. The spiritual man had no law, couldn't say to it, stop. Had no guilty feelings because its conscience had been seared over by the flesh. The spirit man was in darkness and knew no right. And its conscience couldn't help it. It was a mess. Inside of here. And from inside this mess. The kingdom of darkness set itself up. Then out through the physical body. The words of a man. Into governments and business and families. The kingdom of darkness ruled and reigned. Humanity and the earth. God had been dethroned and the heart and the mind of the spiritual man, Adam. Now Adam had placed his soul's voice above that of God's. From the dethroning of God as Lord over Adam, man committed high treason. Man had another God In his life. In his spirit now. He had another voice. Another source. Man had another God. Man had bowed down. And served. Another Lord. The other voice was now one. With the spiritual man. And conception. Had occurred. From the seeds of the soul. So both spiritual man and the soul gave birth to their kind. Cain was born. Mm -hmm. They were all dead to God now. Separated, disconnected. He was dethroned in their life. They were just creatures of flesh and darkness. And Satan was at work. These were to be his children. Made in his image and likeness. And he was going to take them. And build an entire kingdom. Society and governments. What was always supposed to be here on planet earth. So he began. Cain was born with his soul as Lord. A rebel to God's laws. Chained as one with his soul as ruler. 
a slave to the king of the darkness of the ignorance the dragon for the serpent had now become a mighty dragon that was the covering of this fallen cherubim oh he was a fiery bright light creature but it all got perverted and instead of beautiful light coming through him it was fire and destruction and we call him the dragon the king of the kingdom of darkness Satan the very adversary of God Lucifer fell from a beautiful high place to being a dragon filled with fire and hate and anger and became known as Satan the adversary of God he had darkened understanding now this Satan dude this serpent this dragon and when he was kicked out officially of the kingdom of God he was cast also into darkness his memories were sort of there but perverted everything was opposite we see that played played out in the yin and the yang the white and the black male and female night and light we see that death and life we see the contrast of these two kingdoms in everywhere and this is where Satan was now he's here on he comes down to planet earth but he took the position like God I'll have my own heaven up here between the I can't go to the third heaven I'll have my own in the second I'll build my kingdom up here with my palaces like I remember sort of up there but down here on the earth I will send my demonic spirits and stuff and they will take the place of the Holy Spirit and all the angels that would work with me I'll come down every once in a while like God does but I'm going to stay up here where I'm the Lord and King of something Cain represented the soul bearing its children after its kind the adulteress the soul the adultery spirit man's heart he was the adulterer the adulteress became the head the ruler the lord the queen the spiritual man had committed spiritual adultery against god for he had become intimate with another voice other than god and had dethroned god in his heart who humanity was a mess and still is even god tells us about the cries of this kind of man in the wilderness of the kingdom listen to some words from the heart of spiritual man and its soul crying out from the kingdom of darkness and the lord said i have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in egypt which represented this was god talking to us represented the kingdom of darkness i have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters for i know their sorrows 
Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel, of my promise, of my kingdom of peace and land, is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians who represented the taskmasters of the kingdom of darkness and how they oppressed them. That's in Exodus 3, 8 through 9. And man crying from the wilderness after his deliverance from Egypt. Man was still not yet having replaced God as Lord of your life. You can get a little knowledge, cry out, he'll answer you, and you can still go, uh-uh. I'm not going to make you Lord of my life. I'm just going to keep doing what I want to do. Just listen. Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt. Why don't you just kill us there, they're saying. When we sat by the flesh pots and when we did eat bread to the full, why didn't you kill us then? No, you bring us out here in the wilderness where there's no food to kill us. For you have brought us forth into this wilderness. You did this. So now they start blaming God for their mess. To kill this whole assembly with hunger. When you're in ignorance, you don't understand what's happening. Why you were freed from one place where there was food and brought out where there's no food. That's a darkened soul and spirit for sure. Man was still Lord of his life. Man's flesh still ruled. I'm hungry and I want to eat. Man still walked in ignorance, spiritual darkness. Man was still ruled by other gods in his heart. King David had cried out to the Lord also. Listen to his cries of David's spirit from the darkness. I am poured out like water, he says. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the mist of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. And my tongue cleaves to my jaws. For dogs have encompassed me. The assembly of the wicked having closed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. King David didn't even know his earthly cries were prophetic of someone who was coming that could help him. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? King David was crying. We would hear that later from a cross. Why are you so far from helping me? From the words of my roaring. Oh my God, I cry in the daytime. But you hear not. And in the night season, am I not silent? We will ask, in our darkness, we will ask, Why are you far away? Where are you? Don't you hear my prayers? 
Have mercy on me, O God, for I am in trouble, King David said. My eye is consumed with grief, my soul and my belly, for my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. Such deep heart cries of the spirit through the soul and this is what happened to us and is still happening. Let us keep listening and learning. King David is still talking to us and telling us and showing us what our spirits are doing through our souls. Because you have to have this understanding of what it's like living in the kingdom of darkness. My strength fails because of my iniquity, my sins and perverseness and wickedness, and my bones are consumed. When there's sin and iniquity, the soul feels it, the physical body responds to that. So you think about that of all this sickness and this diseases that's going on. Now, sickness and diseases can be used by the enemy, the serpent, against us. Because he really hates us. So, listen some more. I am forgotten, he says, as a dead man. This is the spirit crying out, out of mind. I am like a broken vessel, he says. When I kept silent and kept my peace... My bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. So the spirit and the physical body are connected here. Through the roaring of the soul and the pains of the spirit and the soul, the physical body is affected. There is no soundness in my flesh. Because of your anger, he says. Neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin. For mine iniquities are gone over my head. As a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and are corrupt because of my foolishness. Such a wonderful description of spiritual effects of this kingdom of darkness and its sin and its sting of death on the spirit, on the soul, and the physical body. I am troubled, the spirit says. I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long. That's the condition of the spirit and the soul. For my loins are filled with loathsome disease. And there is no soundness in my flesh. This is not good. When we're in this condition... We have physical sicknesses and diseases. Our soul is pained. 
Our spirit is bowed down, bent, has no strength. I am feeble and sore broken. I have roared by reason of the disquietness of my heart. David is saying, my spirit's a mess. My soul is a mess. I'm weak. I'm broken. I'm roaring on the inside. My heart, my soul, my spirit is not at peace. My heart pants at thirst. My strength fails me. As for the light of my eyes, it is also gone from me. He's spiritually talking to us. There's no light, no truth coming to his spiritual eyes. No words of love and kindness. He cannot hear from the kingdom of heaven or light. All he has is darkness all around him. Fog and mist. Disquietness. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace even from good. And my sorrow was stirred. These are emotions and they're affecting our behaviors and our thoughts. And what we do and what we don't do. My heart was hot, angry, jealous, envious, mad within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. While I was thinking, this fire was burning. And then I spoke with my tongue. I am a stranger with you, O God. And a traveler, as all my fathers were. I'm a wanderer. Been kicked out of this garden. I'm wandering in this exile, this wilderness. I'm a stranger. My soul is a stranger. I'm in the kingdom of darkness. I'm miserable. For innumerable evils have compassed me about. They're all around me. My iniquities have taken hold upon me. So that I'm not able to even look up. They are more than the hairs of my head. Therefore my heart, my mind, my thoughts... And my physical heart, my spirit, they fail me. But I am poor and needy. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. King David knew his soul was the one doing the sinning. It knew its spirit had also done it. It needs healing. It's a mess. And this is how humanity is. When it lives in the kingdom of darkness, it's a wonder and an exile from the presence of God as Cain was. My soul, it pants, it goes, it, it's just, it's, it's after you, God. My soul thirsts for the living God. It's, but in darkness, sometimes you don't know what that is. You're just not satisfied. My tears have been my food, my meat, day and night. You would call that depression. You're crying on the inside and your soul. Just crying, crying, depressed, sad, hopeless. 
Why are you cast down, O my soul? This is his spirit now, talking to his soul. Why are you disquieted within me? The spirit and the soul are going to interact. They're talking to each other. The spirit says, soul, why are you feeling the way you are? Why are you so disquieted and why is this storm going on in you? Remember, they're one. The spirit can feel what's going on in the soul. Deep, that's the spirit, calls unto deep. At the noise of your water spout, soul, you are in a storm. There's tornadoes and whirlwinds of destruction. Fire tornadoes and water spouts. So I'm calling for us deep unto deep. I'm reaching out. Panting for this God that I don't I don't know much about. Why have you forgotten me? The spirit will ask. Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? The spirit will ask questions. It will think. Even in its trances. And when it's fractured and broken. The soul won't. The soul just goes on its feelings. But the spirit It's trying to get back to the garden, to the very presence of God himself. My confusion is continually before me, the Spirit is saying. I look at my soul and it's confused. We're confused. This relationship, it's a mess. I'm confused. It's confused. The physical body's degrading before me it's falling apart it's sick we have confusion in here is what it's the spirit is saying and the shame of my face has covered me the spirit feels shame from the soul for the voice of him that reproaches and blasphemes the soul is a bully The soul will bring shame to the spirit. The soul will bring great dishonor and devalue. And it will blaspheme against the spirit. And if the spirit tries to reach out to a God, it will blaspheme it. By reason of the enemy and the avenger. Death is also blaspheming the spirit for wanting life. The enemy of the kingdom of darkness is fighting against the spirit. Does not want it to reach out and cry out. Look and try to hold its head up back to this God. Because that God that it wants is the enemy of the king of the kingdom of darkness. And it does not want the spirit reaching. And it will intimidate it through family through systems, through any way it can to stop the spirit. Stay in your place, spirit. Stay in the soul. That's where you belong. You are not anybody else's child. Stop reaching out, calling out. This goes on inside of us. This is where your mental health problems come. There's a war going on between soul and spirit and the beings of the kingdom of darkness. It's a great battle going on inside. 
though you have sore broken us in the place of dragons. Now David is speaking about God. You've done this God, but he really knows. And you have covered us with the shadow of death. King David is speaking to his soul. To that helpmate. And he is saying, you helpmate, you have broken us in the place of dragons. And covered us with the shadow of death. Now in many religions and cultures, they blame the woman for this. That's why they mistreat the woman. They blame her for all this downfall. They don't realize this is the image and likeness of Satan. When you see somebody blaming other people for their failures, their faults, they fell from a high place, they lost this, they lost that, they blame other people. That's what David's doing. It's your fault. You put us here, soul. You put us in this place of the dragons and you covered us with a shadow of death. You did it. Our soul is bowed down to the dust. And our belly cleaves unto the earth. The soul, even though it will blame, it too is bowed down. And it feels this depression and hopelessness and this confusion and fracture. It's not whole. It's not healthy. Have mercy upon me, King David is saying. Oh God, according to your loving kindness, he's crawling out. The deep calls unto the deep. According unto the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. And cleanse me from my sin. Somehow the spirit knew. That it needed mercy. That it needed the loving kindness of this God. Not the king of the kingdom of darkness. Not from the soul. Not from the earthly world. And it could only be according to his multitude. His many tender mercies and grace. That they could only blot out. Cancel. The spirit's transgressions. And could cleanse it. Free it from sin. Cleanse me from my sin he says. Against you, the Spirit is crying. You only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. When the Spirit starts crying out to God and recognizing that there was something. Now God is at work. The light is coming in through many ways. Movies, cartoons intellectual discussions debates arguments other books God did not leave us alone down here showed us in the yin and yang there's a white and a black there's two there's contrast there's life and there's death and David's soul is in death right now and it's seeking life somehow God told us in other verses he planted eternity in our hearts even though we're all perverted and messed up there's something in our spirit 
that knows we're to be connected to a spiritual God and be a spiritual being and do spiritual things in that kingdom. We just don't know who it is. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity. Okay, he's starting to take us back. My DNA was changed. And it shaped me spiritually and in my soul and in my physical body. And in sin, means death, and in being a transgressor, a traitor, did my mother conceive me. So right from the get-go, humanity, he says, was a mess. I mourn in my complaint. I make a noise because of the voice of my enemy. There's this voice of the spiritual enemy coming out of the kingdom of darkness and a voice of the soul and a voice of the physical body. All of those are enemies of the spirit. And they're all talking, complaining, speaking, Nonverbal communication. That's sort of what the physical body does. It tells you what it feels like through nonverbal pain or pleasure. Because of the oppression of the wicked, he was starting to recognize there are wicked out there. My soul is a wicked thing. My physical body that loves that lust and just wants pleasure is a wicked thing. My earthly desires are wicked things. And there are wicked spiritual things that are oppressing me, pushing on me, holding me down. There's also cultures and traditions and laws, wicked things. Peer pressure keeping me down. For they cast, they throw iniquity upon me. And in anger they hate me. Oh, that is not a good place for a spirit being to be in. That was the condition of humanity who lives in the kingdom of darkness until something happens. And horror has overwhelmed me. You stay frightened. Think the little teddy bears are talking to you. You see bad nightmares and fear of death and just horrible wickedness and abuse and I said oh if I had wings like a dove for then would I fly away and be at rest the desires of the spirit are to fly away and be at rest and it does it through the gifts of disassociation fragmentation As you think in your heart, so you are. This was a gift. The desire to flee and run. But Satan knows that. So he keeps heavy chains on us when we're in his kingdom. Lo, then, if I could fly away and be at rest, would I wander far off and I would remain in the wilderness. 
My soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire. Even the sons of men, whose teeth, their words, are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Words are powerful. They cut and pierce us. They're spears. They can eat you alive. Words. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born. Speaking lies. Children. Oh God, you have cast us off. You have scattered us. You have been displeased. Oh, turn yourself to us again. Such deep heart cries to this God out of the kingdom of darkness. You have showed your people hard things. You have made us to drink the wine of astonishment. Hear my cry, O God. Attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Why is everybody crying? Oh, because you know that's how what's going on inside of you. Yes. Can I help you? Sure. It won't be me helping you. He has led you here. So he could help you. Father, all those that are crying out to you. That these words have touched. They need to be freed from this mess. This kingdom of darkness. In their tears they cry to you for help. And you brought them here. To let them know you've heard them. So Father. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in their life. Free them. Free the spirit. Through a Hebrews 4.12 experience. Bring them out. The little ones. Out from this wilderness. Out from the oppressors. And plant your kingdom of heaven. Your Holy Spirit. Back in their spirits. Start bringing back the healing deliverance and the freedom that you offer through your love and light in the name of Jesus amen okay so we're just going to stop right here for today with that wonderful prayer yes you feeling better already good he's yes he is real yes yes why did he let this happen? He's a wonderful God. But we were all born as children in the kingdom of darkness. Yes, I was born that way also. But my parents took me to church and introduced me to this loving Heavenly Father through Christ Jesus. How it works. The Father draws you like he did to you. He brings you to the Son, Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus has the blood to cleanse you, wash you clean. 
He has that. But he needs the Holy Spirit to apply that to your spirit. So the three different parts of him, facets, some people call him three in one, they all work together to bring about a new spiritual creation, you. Now you are a new creation. You have never existed before. You're a baby. You have to learn. So these three parts of God, God the Heavenly Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, they're all different components of Him that work together to get a job done, which is to create new children for the kingdom of heaven, to bring you out of, rescue you, free you, as he did the Egyptians, as he did his people from the Egypt and the Egyptians. It took a blood sacrifice. He showed us that a long time ago. But it's a spiritual blood. Yeah. Is Jesus dead? No, he's alive. He got back up after three days. Why? Because he had to show you that out of death comes life. All throughout the Old Testament we see that. From death comes life. To show you that when he comes, you as a dead spiritual creature to God can be born again and life can come again. Where is he? He normally sits on the right hand of the Father up in heaven as the Son of Man. But a lot of times he comes down here to the garden. Yes, you see that light right over there? That's him. He's a teaching. He's a teacher. He's always down here teaching and loving on you. Where's the Father? He's up in his throne room up in heaven. Can you go visit? Well, sure, you can go visit him. There is sort of a highway of holiness right over there. You just get on. It's like an escalator. Or you just think it and you're gone. Can you stay there? Well, some of you might. You will be leaving your earthly body for good. which what we would call dying. Some of you may. That's not my call. Most of you, though, will come back to your physical bodies. And you'll start having to learn and grow. Because there's so many other people that need to hear your story. Your testimony of how you came to the garden. You had a vision, a dream, how God spoke to you. How he changed your life. We have many billions of people that need you. They're depending on you. To come back. But some of you will stay on up there. That's for sure. It's never my call. Sometimes I do get asked. To bring people back to life. But that's the heaven between. That's not Pastor Deborah's call. Because sometimes. Leaving little children. Whoops. Excuse me. Their assignment is finished. And they want to go. Same way with other people. Sometimes it's not your time to go. 
and death is denied you. We need your story down here. We need for you to talk or write books, do videos, and tell us of how God found you and loved you, birthed you again, and changed your life. And then your fruit from your life gets thrown and the seeds blow out. Somebody else can watch it. There's a lot of those on the website of a www.agapelovesisheer.org in the Songs of the Heart. A lot of testimonies from many years ago. We need to hear your testimony. So put it up on YouTube. Other people, your family members, they need to hear from you. What's happened? They'll see a change. And sometimes it's rocky and rough and they get angry and mad and that's okay. God will help you to sustain that and tell you what to do. But right now, all those that want to stay in the garden and meet this Jesus and get taught, you are welcome. You can stay here and just take a nap if you want to. Walk around and enjoy the peace. Get to know the creatures. Sit by the lakes and the water. Or you can go to the throne room. Whatever you want, you're free. God has a lot to show you and teach you and instruct you. You may, when you get back in your body, you may come out of a dream or you've been in meditation. You might even be hearing me while you're in the synagogue or the mosque. And you've left your body. And you'll go back. There's no time here in the spirit realm. It's different than earthly time. Earthly time goes by differently than in the spirit. So you may come out of your prayers. And go what just happened to me. So enjoy. And I thank you for continuing to come. We got a long way to go in this one. The kingdom of darkness. And this was completing, I believe, part five. So we'll end it here, and I will see you for part six next time on the Kingdom of Darkness. Bye, everybody. Enjoy your visit in the garden, and your coming home. Love, Pastor Deborah. Thank you for listening and watching this video. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you stopped by today and watch. This is Pastor Deborah, and I hope you come again and watch many, many more videos and learn and grow spiritually. And hear how she has helped people spiritually, the Lord's way, for many, many years. Come again, watch another one. And we welcome you to be a subscriber to the channel, to make comments, and if you wish to contact Pastor Deborah, please email her at her email address for the ministry at Pastor Deborah at agapeloveishere.org. You can also see these videos on Twitter and on the website in the many different sections that they are put into. Enjoy, and it was once again an honor to have you watch and listen. Thank you and come again to another video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries, a ministry of helping people the Lord's way that Pastor Deborah has been doing for many, many years. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.